Welcome to today's edition of the John Papaloni Show. Today, we have Marco Torres. Marco, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to this. Absolute pleasure. I uh, want to start off the podcast with a description of who you are, what you do, and how you got there. All right. Uh, well, my name, as you said, is Marco. I have been an entrepreneur, like uh, sound like like you. I think we talked about being a serial entrepreneur. I started at age nine with a paper route. Uh, by age twelve, I had uh, the largest paper route the local newspaper had ever seen. I was featured on front page for building a big route. By the time I was twenty-three, I owned five restaurants and a nightclub. Um, I went on to. Uh, uh, get into sales. I did end up in the corporate world for about a dozen years. I've generated over a billion dollars in sales in my lifetime in uh, uh, in marketing and sales. Of what, and well, actually, all online. Over a billion dollars in online sales since 1996. So I was a very early adapter in online marketing. And uh, by the year 2000, I was heading up a company that was 2,000 telemarketers and mass emailing before i was an email spammer before they called it spam so <laughs> yeah. uh, so i've been around the block a little bit and hopefully i can add some value today to your listeners on ideas on how to how to implement marketing strategies fantastic now i find a similarity to our background and i found this uh very very interesting now you started off with a paper route i started off as a dj i was uh 15 years old and everybody that hired me says anybody asks so you're 19. No, so you're 20 because everyone says they're 19 and nobody believes it. You're 20. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> I was well, got I got to play records. I was happy. So point is, my earlier on in my days, I started off as a DJ and worked my way into the uh, nightclub business altogether. So it, we cool. had that similarity there. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is cool. We could, and uh, it's nothing like it, being a young entrepreneur. And I, I, can, I was never a DJ, but... That's the same environment. Yeah, all the girls want to see, talk to you after backstage and all that. <laughs> I it's know, I know. It was, a, it was a lot of fun years in my life. But anyways, so then, uh, you know, life changes, things changes, our ventures changes, and now you're into the marketing uh, game. What interests you about marketing? Like, why? I, there's so many things you could have done. Like I said, you went from nightclub to all kinds of other stuff, and now you're in marketing. Why marketing? Well, I was in sales when I, well, you know, I told you the businesses that I had, and, I, and all of yeah. those were gr growing up in Puerto Rico. So I grew up in Puerto Rico and had the Mexican restaurants. I'm, I'm a Mexican descendant, my mom. And, and so we were there. We thought, hey, there's no Mexican restaurants here. And we said, let's open Mexican restaurants. And uh, uh, my dad said, well, you guys are crazy. You don't know anything about the Mexican restaurant business. If you're serious, then I'm going to send you back home to Texas and you're going to learn how before we do our own. So we went back and lived with my uncle and, uh, you know, kind of backstory here. But the idea, the reason for the backstory is with if you're we my dad made us go prove it first. He goes, if you want to do it, be in the restaurant business and you need to go work for every every Mexican restaurant you can in, in Texas and learn the inside and outs of it. And that's what we did. So we went did and did, you know, funnel hacking before that was even a word. So we were in these restaurants taking pictures of the stainless steel. I worked the midnight shifts, volunteered to be the last guy in the restaurant so I could take pictures of everything from the inventory forms to the products they ordered to the, you know, you name it. And eventually we 
put together what we, my brother and I were learning and came up with our own strategy of what we were going to do versus buying a franchise. And we launched a business and it worked well. So the, the reason I tell you that, tell you that is if, if you're thinking about owning your own business or, you know, one of the ways to do it is go work for somebody else first that does what you're doing. Go learn from somebody else before you go out and fall on your face. Take those steps to work for somebody else. And then so anyway, long story short. I moved from Puerto Rico to Florida and started over after selling my businesses to Taco Bell, actually, in Puerto Rico. We sold some. No of shit. Some, yeah, we sold some of them to Taco Bell. And because uh, we had the fast food courts, all the fast food courts in Puerto Rico. And so they wanted in and it was perfect timing for us to get out. Um, but uh, over here in Florida, now I got in sales because, you know, like what pays a lot of money? I'm not a, I never went to college. I don't have a degree in much in anything. So I mean, I only went for about a year. And so obviously sales is the key. So I was heavily involved in sales for years and and I grew up and, you know, got in, loved it, learned to make a lot of money in sales, but realized I'm only as good as a one man show as a salesman. And I realized, you know, I can I can only you know, if I can be in marketing. I could earn 1% of 100 people's sales versus 100% of my own sales ability. And so I migrated from being a salesman to a marketer, and then I loved it. I loved being the guy producing the prospects, producing the leads for other sales reps. And then eventually that became meaning owning my own sales companies. And, and uh, we got into the travel business. So I've been in the travel space since the early 90s. Um, and uh, I've had and so marketing came about as again that was the goal behind it. How can I fill the pipeline for my you know other salespeople that are generating the revenue for my cup for either the companies I work for or my own companies? Absolutely, I got to uh, tell you, we're pretty much cut from the same cloth. Like a lot of my ventures, uh, same thing that I want to do stuff, and my dad always say the same thing: What are you doing? You're not go to school, got to get education so you can get a good job. You know the usual nonsense kind of thing. But and then every time he saw, okay, that wasn't going to work for me. So then he says, you know, what the hell do you know about this stuff? How are you going to do this business when you've never worked a day in your life in that business? He goes, uh, and then he would give me examples. My uncle was in the restaurant business, and, you know, he used to work here, and he learned from here, blah, 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 blah. You know, you got to work in the business to know whatever, and then that's how I started. I started working in the in the business before I actually went in and did it. It was the same scenario, and I remember he was never supporting me. He goes, you know, you're going to regret not going to school. You're going to regret this. Then I remember when I sold the businesses, why would you sell it? You were doing so well. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, but it, but it was the exact same clause, same thing. You know, if you're gonna do it, he goes, I don't advise it, but if you're gonna do it, at least work in it so you know if you even like it. <laughs> and that's exactly. I, I strongly, you know, do uh, suggest that, and and that means go. You know, if if you're if you'd like to be a, you know. Uh, veterinarian or whatever go work for one first and see if that's what you really want to do you know and uh and at the same time you're going to be learning the skills you need to bounce off eventually into your own so whatever it is is certainly a good step to take because you're going to be learning what this other company and, and, and work for several so that you can figure out you know if you can you know, work for several uh, with with a plan in mind is that you're there to learn and you're there to be their best employee. I remember when I got hired by one restaurant owner, 
uh, high-end restaurant. I, we were planning on opening fast food restaurants, but I wanted to learn high-end restaurant stuff too. So I went to apply for this job and uh, I'm a kid, I'm 19, you know, and, and I tell them, look, if you hire me, I'm going to be the best employee you ever had. I'm going to be the first one to hear, the last one to leave. I want to learn every position here all the way up to yours, Mr. Manager. I want to learn without laughing and you know, I said, no, seriously, I'm going to be the best employee you ever had. I want to learn everything you got from busboy to bar back to bartender, you, you name it. And he calls the owner over and he goes, here, you got to listen to this kid. So why should we hire you? And I tell him, just that I want to be the best employee you ever had, yada, yada, yada. Well, they hired me. Oh, I know what, what really made him laugh was I said, one year from now, I'm going to invite you to the grand opening of my own restaurant. They burst out laughing. And they said, no, seriously, they didn't know we already had a contract to open our first restaurant and we were in construction. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, but I was, but I was, I needed to, you know, continue learning in the process and making some money. So, uh, so I tell them, hi, you know, I'm going to open grand open. I'm going to invite you to my grand opening a year from now. They left. And so I did, I did exactly that. I was their best employee. I was here to learn everything. And a year later I gave them the invitations to our grand opening. Uh, the manager did not show, but the owner did. And I've been best friends with that guy until he passed away many years ago. He, he ended up hiring me later in life to run his uh, chain of his high-end restaurants that he had. So it became a, uh, a real great relationship from a 19-year-old Yeah. Kid. <laughs> well, you brought up a good point here, right? You said the key word relationship. And that's what one thing everybody forgets. And that's even a key component to sales, which is obvious that you've been in sales based on the words you're using. But uh People forget that. Everyone thinks that why are they going to buy my pro why are they going to buy from you? Oh, because I have the best product, the best whatever. You know what? I'm going to take a uh, a phone. An Apple phone is an Apple phone is an Apple phone. It doesn't really matter who's selling it. Really, why would they buy from you? Because you're providing the best service and you're and you're building a relationship with them. Same thing with real estate agents. There's so many freaking realtors out there like you know your grandmother your mother your sister your brother your your uncle your sixth uh, you know friend down the street they're all freaking real estate agents and every time they feel at another job somebody becomes a real estate agent so there's so many damn ones out there so why do you use a certain one because a person shows vested interest to you they build that relationship and that's i think that's key with every business right it's not why you're doing something is important to why you're starting how to do something is great for the semantics, but the key component for success is who. Who are you going to meet? Who are you going to build a relationship? Who has your money? Who has the ability to buy your product? Who is your market niche? Who are you targeting? I think that is more powerful than the, than the why and the how. If you know who you're selling to, you can figure out why or how later. But you can't figure out if you know why and you know how to do something, but you don't know who you're selling it to. All you got is a fancy product that you like and nobody else does. So, so yeah, like, like I said, we have a lot of similarities here. So this is awesome. Now, going with, the, you know, your I'm looking at your background here, and I believe it says marketing boost. Yeah, that's the business that I'm most excited about. I've, I've owned several today, but that's the one that I spend most of my time on. That's my passion. And what Marketing Boost is, can I go ahead Please and tell do. you what we're all about? So Marketing Boost is a, we provide, we serve business owners around the globe of all kinds, most of which are, you know, one-man operations to less than 10 employees, uh, everything from real estate, realtors, insurance agents, home-based businesses, online retailers, business coaches, 
uh, and we provide the wow, surprise, and delight factor for a small subscription fee. What we do is we provide travel incentives that these business owners who subscribe to our service, what they can do is use these travel incentives to enhance whatever their call to action is or build reward programs, loyalty programs. Uh, in the real estate world, a lot of them are using our incentives as, as housewarming gifts as uh, at, at, at home. At, uh, for example, we provide complimentary hotel stays from three nights all the way up to seven nights in over 130 destinations around the world. We provide hotel savings cards that save the end user on hotel stays at over a million hotels worldwide compared to the Expedia's and Priceline, Hotels.com with the world's substantial amount of money. And we provide restaurant savings vouchers. Uh, combined, these three different incentives can be used in uh, these three different categories of incentives can be used. We train our, our members to use them in different ways to either for lead generation, for uh, creating, again, loyalty programs, engagement programs, getting people to join their Facebook groups, getting people to show up to a webinar or live, uh, uh, for example, you know, first-time home, first home buyer seminar uh, and, you know, reward those who show up with the hotel savings cards just for showing up on time to the live event. They can be used to... Uh, help local nonprofits and support fundraising and brand yourself as the expert and authority as a, as a philanthropist. And then at the event, you're generating you know, leads, but just by accident, by being at, you know, rubbing shoulders with philanthropists. There's just a ton of ways to use the marketing boost incentives to generate more leads and close more sales at the end of the day. So basically what it sounds like to me is air miles for small business. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we provide what I call the. Yeah, it's 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 kind of like Amazon. You know, most people don't get what I mean by incentive-based marketing, which is what Marketing Boost is. If you'll let me, I'll tell the Go two ahead. stories on two of the most. Yeah, here's the the. Again, when you talk about incentive-based marketing, most people don't get it, and they don't even understand even less how they would use travel incentives in other business niches like real estate or insurance or what have you. So I'm going to talk about two of the uh, most popular, well-known incentives in the world that everybody's going to recognize. The first is Jeff Bezos, yep. Amazon. Amazon launched, I don't know how many years ago, uh, 10, 12 years ago, he launched Amazon Prime. And when he did that, most of us were not even heavy video streamers. That was kind of a new thing. What we, what we all wanted, the incentive was free shipping. Pay $99 for Amazon Prime and get free shipping for all your products and services. I mean, all the stuff that you bought. So then we became loyal Amazon clients and we'd end up, you know, whatever we think thought about buying online somewhere else, we'd go to Amazon and see if they had it first before we bought it elsewhere because we wanted the free shipping. That has obviously turned into being one of the most successful retailers uh, actions in the world. He's, you know, one of the biggest in the world today, the most richest, one of the richest men in the world. So another one is McDonald's, the Happy Meal. The Happy Meal has been around for decades, and they entice or incentivize parents with kids to choose McDonald's over other fast food outlets because they've bundled and they've helped parents take their eye off of the price and focus on the prize, and they buy the Happy Meal, includes the burger, the soda, the, the snack, and the whatever, and, of course, the, the seasonal 
Disney toy or whatever from the next upcoming movie and what have you. So that toy becomes the incentive in the bundle and uh, mom and dad get it. Maybe might get a chance to get a few words in else uh, a few words in edgewise over lunch while their kids are playing with a toy. So that's been a you know, $3 billion a year additional revenue for, for McDonald's. So what we do is similar idea. We, we coach people on what is your adult happy meal? What are you providing to business to your prospects to stand out from the crowd, to to be able to add value versus discounting, and and that's what we how we coach it. Whether you use marketing boost incentives or not, we we encourage business owners to come up with ways whether they use their own widgets or partner with other business owners. And uh, but the idea being create value for doing business with you versus somebody right so let me ask you something now this is intriguing now what i want to figure out here is that because you said you get uh hotel giveaways and stuff like that now how does that work like like because prime example it's not like um like i'll I'll give you an example just say i want to give away a trip or two to uh we'll say to florida and uh you know and uh stay at the marriott inn or something like that right now, for me to do that, I'm going to call up the Marriott Inn, book, I'm going to book the room, that's going to cost me money. I'm going to book two flights, that's going to cost me money. And then uh, you add that up and that's one large giveaway. Now, right. Now, one where large, do you fit yeah. into that? I mean, because obviously you must get some sort of, uh, some sort of, uh, you know, incentive or affiliate or something uh, to be able to put that together where, because for example, if I do that and it costs me just say $1,400, right? We'll just throw it a number. And uh, if I go through you, is it that you're paying the same fourteen hundred and getting paid on top of that to do the work for me, or is how does that work exactly? I mean, I I kind of have an idea of how it is, but I'm going to ask like the like the like the stupid guy. Actually, 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 yeah, actually, you probably don't, but I'm going to explain it because it is it. Uh, we're very very different. We're not the first in the travel incentive business, but we did revolutionize and totally change the industry. So here's what we did, and it came about because we were in the in the travel space. We owned a, a travel business. We were selling hotels and resort stays around the world, and we wanted video testimonials, John. And we were we couldn't get hardly anybody to ever go that extra mile of of, of giving us a video review that we could use. We knew if we only had a bunch of them, we would leverage that into thousands of additional sales. So we but we couldn't get hardly anybody to do it. So we came up with an idea. Let's offer a bonus vacation. A three-night stay in Orlando or Las Vegas. If they people, if our clients would go that extra mile and film a selfie video from the resort, the pool, the bar, restaurant, etc. And uh, as soon as we did that, we started getting in, you know, dozens of these video testimonials coming in, and that was awesome because now we were putting them all over our website. It was helping us generate more sales. But as soon as everybody asked, "Okay, I want a free trip." course now we had to do what you just said we had to dig into our pockets and pay for those extra three night those three nights we were given away and that was expensive so then we were scratching our heads saying well we got to shut this campaign down because it's expensive or we got to come up with a way to make this affordable so we went back to our hotel partners again we were high travel volume business we went back to our hotel partners and said listen we think you've got a problem and we think we have an idea that we can help you solve it let's be honest your hotels are not full year-round you have the same expenses. You've got mortgage payments, staffing, light bills. For, you've got you know maintenance bills, whether your hotel rooms are full or not. And yet, 70% of the year, 30 to 50% of your rooms are likely empty. Sure, you're full on certain weekends, holidays, peak season. You're certain, you know, of special events. 
But the majority of the year, you got a bunch of rooms empty. If you give us access to that, that leftover inventory, we're going to put warm bodies in those rooms, families, couples, individuals who spend money at the restaurant, the bar, the casino, the gift shop, the excursion desk, and you'll get some revenue versus none. And amazingly, we got a few hotels to join us and participate with that idea in Orlando and Las Vegas. So now we could fulfill giving away those free trips that we were doing without costing us next to nothing. Now, they didn't include airfare, of course. They didn't include food and beverage. And they don't include government taxes and fees. So, But we thought to ourselves, can you imagine if we could solicit more hotels around the world to give us that inventory in a closed environment so that nobody is so that their inventory is not shown on the internet as you know discounted rooms that that plagiarize or bastardize their rates they were like we'll do it with you so eventually we ended up with what became marketingboost.com today where we have 130 destinations hundreds of hotels that participate with us where we're helping them fill rooms that would likewise otherwise go empty which means we don't provide travel on demand there's a 30 day advance notice at most of our destinations 14 day notice at about uh, seven of our top destinations and we provide about 32 weeks out of 52 weeks of available inventory so they won't get christmas week new year's eve fourth of july you know they, they may not be able to travel on their birthday so if the client can be somewhat flexible they're going to get options and we uh, so there's no timeshare presentations there's no hoops to jump through there's no there's no uh uh you know, it's easy. They After they activate the certificate by paying the government taxes and fees, they'll have 18 months to travel. And, of course, they have to pay their own, buy their own airfare and their own food and beverage when they get there. Uh, but we're covering their hotel stay. So as a member of Marketing Boost, John, for example, you, instead of paying that $1,400 to give your client a, a trip at the Marriott, you would you could join Marketing Boost for 37 bucks a month and now you can create and give a gift to your client and say look I'm going to I'm going to give you a complimentary hotel stay in Orlando or Miami for example and you can tell them and then give them the three disclaimers beverage and you're on your own for how you get there and you know unless you want to pay that you know but you could say you're on your own to you know airfares not included or how you get there and food and beverage or government taxes so you give them the disclaimers and now you've given a complimentary hotel stay with a value of about a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars like you say for three nights luxury accommodations and uh your client is usually thrilled so whether it be a housewarming gift whether it be a uh uh a, you know if you're doing a a, what do they call it, open house, and you've, you know, people come to an open house, and you're trying to get people to register and give you an accurate email and phone number at the counter before they go see the home. You might put a, you know, a, a, a tabletop sign that says, hey, we registered to win three nights in Las Vegas on us to, you know, as part of our registration. So now people are giving you an accurate name, phone number, and email to win, you know, I, somebody at the open house is going to win three nights in Las Vegas. The odds are pretty good you could be the winner. And so you're getting accurate information, and now you could follow up. And, heck, you could give everybody who signed up a free trip if you wanted to, you know, because it's with that proper disclaimer. Right. Just so it's as easy. Yeah. So it is close to what I thought. I mean, not exactly to the T, but it's pretty close to what I was thinking. That's awesome. I mean, that's a great concept. And uh, it's funny how you come up with ideas sometimes with whatever's going on in your life. It gets you to 
think about it and stuff. Yeah, I mean, we were, we were, yeah, we were solving a problem of our own that turned into a whole new business that we've helped, you know. And today we have thousands of business owners of all kinds that use the service. And the key, though, is, you know, it's like using the incentives. Imagine like the hotel savings cards, John. You could use them. One of the things that we all have today, we all use Zoom and we make booking virtual calls like this. Um, you could use the smaller incentives, a restaurant savings voucher or a hotel savings card, just to book a, you know, to entice folks to book a Zoom call with you. If you're a realtor, you might be saying, hey, book, you know, let's go over what are your what are your dreams, what are you looking for, and are you already pre-qualified? So if you've already gone through these steps, let's review, you know, have you got a mortgage lined up yet? You know, are you pre-qualified for a mortgage? What kind of home are you looking for? Let's talk about all that. And no obligation, just for the Zoom call chat. Um, I'll review what, you know, let's see if it's a good fit for you and I to work together. I'm going to reward you with a $200 hotel savings card just for us to chat. And then after that, let's see if there's a room for us to work together and maybe your realtor. And now you're, you're rewarding them to book that no obligation phone call. And at the same time, you're rewarding them to show up on time for the, for the call by offering that incentive. You know, your reminder, your automatic reminder messages could say, don't forget, show up on time for the meeting and you're going to get a $200 hotel savings card or restaurant savings voucher. And you're going to accomplish two birds with one stone. One, get more leads. Two, get more of them to show up and eliminate your no-shows. Then you use the bigger incentive for a bigger call to action. Now, in the real estate world, you're not allowed to, in the United States anyway, you're not allowed to incentivize the transaction with a complimentary hotel stay. You can't say, hey, buy this house and I'll give you five nights in Cancun. You can't do that, but you can reward it, you know, as a uh, as a, as a housewarming gift, as a as or anything along those lines where you're not tying it to a transaction. Yeah, we're similar here. We're very very similar. There's uh, minor differences with it, but uh, yeah, the general premise is the same. So awesome. Now, with that being said, like you got into this business and all that, and you made the transition, you solved your problem for your other business, and that's why you came up with this. Now you're doing this. Obviously, I can see it's your passion. It's very clear. Now. What was the biggest challenge when you made your step into this business? Well, the biggest challenge was building a user base, uh, you know, getting, telling the world about it. We were using the incentives for our own business in high volume. So the cool part was we didn't have, we had already made a lot of the expense to build the backend platform, to fulfill all the vacations. We were in the travel business already, so we had the, you know, I've got 100 agents in the Philippines and a big call center. We had, we had all that infrastructure in place, but now we had this new business and didn't have, um, you know, a way to tell the world about it. So one of the ways we did was we decided to market to affiliate marketers first. And depending on this strategy, we went out and did a marketing campaign to solicit affiliate marketers to join us and for them to sell our product and get paid an affiliate commission. If you're not familiar with what that means, that means that as, as member as people tell, and we still do this today, as if you tell other business owners about marketing boost, you earn a 40% uh, passive ongoing revenue income on their membership fees for as long as they're a member of marketing boost. So we generated over 20,000 affiliate marketers that were telling the story for us and, you know, we have one Facebook group with 54,000 affiliate marketers today that are 
telling the word about Marketing Boost out there. Our members join Marketing Boost. They often become affiliate marketers themselves, and they're sharing it with other business owners, colleagues, etc. And um, so that's how we grew. I mean, we do very little advertising, and it's been mostly word of mouth with affiliate marketing. And we've grown into the uh, a business that now serves thousands of business owners around the globe. So it's it's been fun, and it's been really cool because we we get to I get to help people travel more affordably, and that's one of the things that uh, I really enjoy because to me travel it actually helps extend your life. I mean, you live longer when you have the wonderful memories that travel brings with traveling with your family, your spouse, or by yourself or with friends. You're, the memories, the fun, learning about other people's cultures, uh, dining out in different, you know, food around the world, meeting other people, getting to see how others live around the world, and it's um, and most people rarely, you know, we work 52 weeks a year to get, you know, one week a year off or 51 weeks of work one week off, you know, for the average American and not taking many vacations, you know, maybe uh, long weekends, and the bottom line is we we make that more affordable as often as possible. So it's cool. Yeah, that's true. Now, again, a lot of government officials are not going to are not promoting this or not pushing it or not admitting it is that I believe what we are is uh, I don't even think we're in the beginning of a recession. I think we're somewhere in the middle. I think it's already started and things are starting to show as uh, interest rates keep going up. Affordability keeps going down and with everything that's going on, it's a matter of time before they admit it. Now, where I'm going with this and where the question is coming is that uh, do you find your business is affected based on what's going on around you in the economy? Well, it absolutely can be. I mean, during COVID, we took a major hit because obviously everything we're doing is wrapped around travel or restaurants, both of which were mostly shut down <laughs> all over the place. So we lost uh, during COVID uh, probably 40% of our member base that were no longer handing out the incentives. We found that many of those who stayed, they were they did continue to have successes using the travel incentives for helping their call to action because people still expected that sooner or later they'd be able to travel again. And our incentives during COVID, we extended the use time to 24 months, for example. But man, we took a hit and and it didn't come back until middle of 2021 when everybody felt safer, realized not everybody was dying, the, the, uh, the uh, injections, the, the the, the yeah. uh, vaccinations were supposedly working. <laughs> but the bottom line was we, we had lost some of that fear. And people were, all of a sudden, it became revenge travel. And we had actually never seen so much usage of our incentives that in the middle of 2021 and on, it was like it blew up. And we were getting more member joining than ever, more use of these incentives than ever. And as the inflation uh, and uh, the troubles, you know, the finance, the, the financial struggles we're going through right now, and inflation, and, and as we're hitting it right now, it's uh, it's actually, in a way, helping thus far because people still want to travel, and things are so expensive with inflation that if they can find ways to travel and save money at travel, the incentive sounds more enticing, you know, than it would otherwise. When people feel wealthy. They're not interested. They're not worried about the discounts or, you know, any savings voucher. They're feeling wealthy. They'll just click, click, click and buy. But when things are like when it's expensive to buy 
you know, $100 for any trip to the grocery store, barely not even fill up a bag or two, then uh, saving money on travel becomes very attractive. So it's still working at the time being. Well, hopefully the recession doesn't hit us any harder. <laughs> that's true. Well, and that's the thing, right? Because you're in that space where it's quite interesting because, look, people like traveling. It doesn't, people don't travel because they found it for $500. They, they travel because they want to travel. And they're looking for that $500 cost or less or whatever because they want to travel. It's not the other way around. So with that being said, with a recession and pockets drying up, they will pull back because they can't afford it. And you're, in a sense, you're providing a solution that you're going, wait a minute. Yes, you can. Here you go. This is how you can afford it. So in a way, it could be, you know, it, it could go either way. So that's why I was curious to your perspective. And yeah, no, and and the cool part of that is we're what we're finding with many of our members is that we're helping them because everybody's struggling to sell more of whatever their products and services in a recession, right? Whatever your product and services is more, you know, your clients or your prospects are a little trigger shy about taking action because they're worried about should I should I invest in that right now? Should I buy the, you know, what a home? Forget it. They're very expensive to consider buying unless you're unless you're in a bind right now. Most people are not selling what they already own because they don't want to give up that mortgage interest rate they currently have. And so yeah, it's I don't I can't imagine what the realtors are facing right now. But in the majority of you know we've got clients from all realms and and there. Against similar wall, right? You know, do people or people are a little tr less trigger shy to take action on whatever product or service, and that's where we feel, and we've seen many examples of how our incentives are helping that client. Those are members that use Marketing Boost stand out from their crowd a little bit, have something that helps them, that helps that client, you know, get off the fence and take action because they're including additional bonuses and additional value in whatever that call to action is and uh, you know that's where similarly to amazon you know you buy amazon prime not because you want videos but because you want to save on on shipping you um you know and that's that's the kind of thing here you know you might think i'm in i'm a insurance agent how would how would travel incentives help my business well you're still struggling to get people to book appointments and if you can get someone incentivized to book that appointment or no obligation phone call, I'm going to give you a $100 hotel savings card or what have you. I see it on my LinkedIn for all kinds of people sending me stuff. Hey, I'll give you a $100 Amazon gift card if you attend our our uh, webinar or you you know book a live call with us. And those those cost $100. If you give somebody a $100 Amazon gift card, that's a $100 hard cost out of your pocket. When you use the marketing boost incentives, and not to be biased here or an infomercial on your show, but we make that super affordable, you know, and to be able to give away high perceived value incentives without a, without a big expense. And it's, it's helped thousands of business owners. Right. Right. Now in terms of insurance companies, uh, they can sell medical insurance. That's one thing, one avenue where, Hey, get them to go on a trip, give them a free incentive on the trip. They need medical insurance. There's a sale for them. And but anyways, that was just a thought that came to mind when you brought up the insurance company. Now, yeah. with that being said, there's, uh, again, there's so many places around the world. What areas are you, it might be easier to say what areas do not cover than it is what areas do you cover? <laughs> yeah, no, not covered is not, uh, hang on a second. Someone's trying to interrupt me. Um, uh, hang on. 
So, um, yeah, no, we really cover almost, you know, we have resorts throughout Asia. We have resorts throughout Europe. We have hotels and resorts in Australia. We have hotels and resorts throughout the you know, United States and Canada. We have them throughout Mexico and the Caribbean. So we really provide sexy destinations that are attractive to business owners around the globe. Um, you know, we don't have... Eastern Europe, we don't have Russia, we don't have uh, uh, certain areas over there, but we, you know, for most of it, we have, we don't have a lot in South in Africa, we do have uh, resorts in South Africa, but not uh, not a bunch of different destinations throughout Africa yet. We only have a couple in India, so we do have some limitations, uh, but for most of the business owners that we have, we've got destinations that they can use at least somewhere. Uh, like for you know in Australia we have in you know, Australia we also have Thailand and Bali uh, that are popular destinations for New Zealand and Australian users. Um, so it's pretty uh, and then our hotel sales cards literally cover the globe with one million hotels worldwide. So that makes it easy. But you know to tell you another idea, John, whether you use marketing boost incentives or not, my message to your listeners here is how do you you know add value and here's an example let's say you had a uh, let's say you're selling courses of some kind and you wrote a you know, new course you got a new course that you're offering to your uh, prospects and uh, so i recommend maybe call you know network with other course managers and you might say to another guy look i'll give you the first half of my course or a section of my course free to your buyers when they buy your course, if you'll give me a version, a freemium version, or a portion of your course available free to my users. So now when you sell your course, you're adding value by saying, when you buy mine, you get B, course B, or part of course B included free from my colleague who's an expert in the following, following, following. So you're adding value with an incentive that doesn't cost you anything, and then your colleague is doing the same with your product. So both of you might be generating and sharing leads with each other who buy each other's products, so that you can upsell them on the back end of your of your product, for example. So that's a, you know an example of how to how to uh, colleague work with others and generate create an incentive that's not costing you a lot of money, whether you use marketing booster or not. And another thing I'd like to recommend is powerful. You know, we all need reviews. We all need more testimonials. I don't care what business you're in. You need more social proof. You need video test. You need video written reviews. And I recommend doing a survey process. This is what I did with my businesses. I have thousands and thousands of video reviews, more than any other company in the world probably. One of my travel sites has over 30,000 video reviews that we started with this business in the first place. And we do a survey. And here's the, the message, John, for your listeners. We do a survey when we expect our clients to be at their peak of happiness, which in our case is the day after they check into the hotel. So we send them a message, email and text message the day after they check in, and we ask them to give us a star rating based on what they think of the hotel and of our service so far. You know, from one to five, how are we doing? What do you think of the hotel? How's our service been? If they respond with four or five, we're immediately sending them a message saying, would you please do us a huge favor? Help us spread the word about this hotel and our brand and post a review. And we'll tell them where to post the reviews. We'll send them links. We will filter them, throttle them. I need so, you know, so many of them going to Trust Pilots, some going to Psychic Ever, some going to Google My Business. 
some going to Facebook. I am uh, soliciting some to post a video review, some written reviews, and I'm throttling where I need more reviews. Um, and if they give me a one, two, three, instead of four or five, well, guess what? We need to know about that. And I need to have the ability to jump on and you know, work on it, maybe solving the problem while there's still vacation, or you know, at least allowing them to vet with us instead of writing a negative review somewhere online. So we're controlling and managing our being a service when we expect clients to be at their peak of, of happiness. So that's my message to you know, people out there. It's a powerful way to generate reviews and, and referrals. And then you can even, of course, add incentives into that mix by saying, hey, if you post more, you know, a review on more than one of these sites or post a video review, we'll reward you with a XYZ, a complimentary hotel stay, hotel savings card, or restaurant savings voucher. And you will blow up your Awesome. Love that. In light of time, I'm going to get down to a couple more uh, questions before I get into what I call the lightning round. So second last question is going to be, um, is going to be, uh, well, I was going to ask you uh, what advice you would give to aspiring entrepreneurs, people who are uh, currently working for somebody, but want to take the leap and are unsure of it. Aspiring entrepreneurs, you know, there's never been a better time to, uh, Never been a better time to be an entrepreneur than right now, in my opinion. Um, because technology has made things easy. There is, you know, when I launched online businesses in 1996, you had to learn how to write code. You had to pay thousands of something. You didn't want to do it yourself. You had to pay, you know, people were charging mega money to build you a website. Uh, there was no such thing as quick, simple sales models. Um, Everything required, you know, nobody bought online in the early days. People wanted to talk to somebody over the phone. It means you had to have a sales staff. You had to have a call center. On and on and on. Today, people are willing to buy products online. People, you know, you, you, the technology is available for the software to build things quickly, easily, to have uh, automation set up quickly and easily with CRM platforms that are very affordable. Uh, there's... There's more competition than ever, but the technology is available for you to set things up properly if you're willing to burn the candle at both ends at the start. I can tell you, don't do it if you don't have the work discipline, the mental discipline, and the right mindset to be willing to work, you know, double shifting, triple shifts for quite some time until you have your business beginning to get on, on on uh, you know, on a pace that's that starts to be sustainable. The other thing I would tell business owners out there doing is two things, two more things I want to say. One, hopefully you have the right partner or spouse in your life because you're going to need support and you're going to need that spouse or partner or family loved ones to support you when you are work, becoming a workaholic. They need to understand that you're going to have less time for family. They need to understand and not harass you when you're like, well, you never spend any time with me. You know, <laughs> when at the beginning, you're going to have to be dedicated to building that business. So and then uh, uh, what was my last thing I was going to say? The last thing that I was going to say is try not to do it alone. You have to build the team. You have to start having some, it's never been easier to do this than today. And that means you need to have some virtual assistance 
Maybe you do that with people that are affordable overseas, in India, Philippines, Pakistan, whatever. Uh, you need to, to have a team around you that you're delegating things to so you can keep focusing on the bigger picture of your business and not be dragged down into all the minute details of running a small business until it becomes a big business. So you've got to build a team and you better be, be willing to invest in some help. Fantastic. All right. So now the next question is going to be, how do you know you've had a successful day? <laughs> That's a great one. One of the things I do is I, with my discipline every day, in my case, is I have a to-do list. And I start about, I have my weekly to-do list, my daily to-do list. And I have a, a, in my office back home right now, I'm traveling, but I'll have a, a cow, uh, I'm a captain, I love to be on my boat when I'm not working. And I've got this big, uh, like, cowbell, boat bell thing, you know, things off. Every one thing I scratch off my list, I'm ringing the bell. Bing, bing, bing. I'm ringing my own bell because nobody else is going to ring my own bell. I work from home, so nobody's going to pat me on the back but me. So I celebrate every small success as I scratch off those things, ring my own bell. Everybody in the house knows I had a success in my office because I'm over here going bang, bang, bang. <laughs> and, uh, and the more bangs I get during the day, I decide, you know, I've had a successful day at the end of the day, whether it be small things I scratched off or things that I've delegated and start, starting to see things coming together. So it's, uh, it's you know, take your, your, your steps. Make them small steps to reach small goals every day, and they will add up. Fantastic. All right. Now, to get into the last questions before the very last question before the lightning round is going to be for anyone who's watched or listened to this uh, interview and wants to reach out to you, where would they find you? Yeah, go to marketingboostsolutions.com. Marketingboostsolutions.com. That's where we offer a variety of software products, including Marketing Boost that are available to you to help boost your business. Uh, or you can go directly to marketingboost.com or lastly, look for our Facebook group, the Marketing Boost Facebook group. We have 30,000 entrepreneurs now in that group to help you support your growth. In business. Fantastic. All right, let's get into the lightning round, which is just uh, two or three questions or four questions that are uh, just fun questions to, that are on the personal side about you. And uh, the first one being, what is your favorite food and why? Mexican food is my favorite. I've been, uh, I don't know why, I just love the, I can never get enough carnita tacos or gelatas or uh, arroz con frijoles or you name it, you know. I, outside of that, I love all kinds of food. But I mean, I can't pass by a taco stand or a Mexican restaurant without at least wanting to check them out. <laughs> awesome. That's amazing. Awesome. Uh, question number two is going to be your favorite travel destination. My favorite travel destination is the Philippines. I love the Philippines. I have been, I have been fortunate enough to travel to uh, uh, around the globe. And but my time in the Philippines, I just spent eight months over in the Philippines, and I love the people of the Philippines, the culture. They one of the reasons why they're very Americanized, so it's easy. Many, most of everybody speaks English over there, so it makes it easy to travel to a foreign country and yet get along and communicate easily everywhere. So I suggest the Philippines. Man, there's eleven thousand islands on the so you never just amazing destinations, beautiful waters, scuba diving, and you know, pretty cool. Pretty fantastic. Cool. All right, favorite book or podcast? Uh, favorite book is, well, the whole 
Zig Ziglar series. Actually, the most recent book I'm reading that I like is 100 Million Offers and 100 Million Leads by Alex Carlson. Oh, right. Great idea. Great ideas on how to build your, your how to make an offer that's unreason, you know, unreason, irresistible, and how to generate leads. But other than that, I go back to the basics. The Zig Ziglar early series. I've been an old school follower of Zig Ziglar, and you know, basically learned that something I live by to this day, which is, I help enough other people get what they want in life, I get what I want. And I live my life by that. If I can help enough other people succeed in business, I will as well. And I've been living that, and it's been a blessing for me for decades. Wonderful. All right, last but not least, if you were given unlimited amount of money, but only 48 hours to spend it, what you spend, you get to keep. What you don't spend gets taken away. What would you do? I'd be buying me a huge yacht, a sailing vessel. Um, I would want to buy, um, you know, I don't know. Just a huge sailing vessel and uh, prepay for the crew for several years. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'd be able to have all you spend that money. I do one of the main things I do spend some time on. I love sailing. I love being on the ocean, and uh, I already do that. But you know, if I had a little bit of money, I'd be buying a lot bigger. Makes boat. sense. Love that. <laughs> love that. So obviously, you're about the experiences, which is uh, amazing. Awesome, Marco. Thank you so much for being on the show. It's been my pleasure. And hopefully your audience benefited a little bit from some of those tips. Thank you so much for having me. Absolute pleasure. And I believe they would have benefited for sure because I did. I learned some stuff myself. Awesome. All right. If you like what you saw and you want to see some more, subscribe to the link below. Thanks for tuning in to the John Papaloni Show.